You are listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Hi there, this is Mick, and you are listening to a Chirp Radio artist interview. I am on the line with Juan and Paul of the Chicago-based hardcore band La Amada. How are you guys doing? This is Juan. We're doing great. So there's a bit of a history to this band. You've been a while, uh, around for a while, and you got your start in the Dominican Republic. We were part of the uh, underground scene of the early 2000s in the city of Santo Domingo in the Dominican Republic. And we, uh, parallel to uh, running the van, we used to run a distro, uh, a small small label distro in the, in, the, in the Santo Domingo where we promoted underground music from the Caribbean and the U.S. And we had several connections in the DIY scene internationally. One of the scenes that we were really close with was the scene in Chicago because, as you may know, there's a lot of uh, Hispanic, Latino, immigrants in the city it's a history of a latino punk rock hardcore in the city and uh, we were invited to play a festival in 2006 called the southcore fest southcore is a small diy label in the south side of chicago if you guys don't know look them up but uh, yeah we participated in that festival we made a lot of good connections we really liked the city, and at that time, we were really looking for a, a satellite to operate in a in a bigger audience, let's say. So Chicago was a was a very good option, a very good opportunity for us, and we decided to migrate around 2007, 2008. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, so who's who's sort of the core of the band? Well, the core of the band is uh, myself, Juan, Paul. Which is the lead guitarist and Jonathan, which is the second guitarist. We, the three of us, we always been the the core and the and the operations. Um, did you all think that you were going to be doing this twenty years on? This is Paul, and yeah, we did. We were all punk rock, hard like hard rock metal kids from the from Santo Domingo. And when you're into this kind of like alternative thing in a country like that, you're really like against all odds, various like stigmas that to this day are attached to people that are into any kind of alternative lifestyle. And I think the members of the band are part of a group of people that kind of just uh, adopted it wholeheartedly and like decided to move with the principal reason being to further the band and, and create music. So at least for us, yeah, I, I always imagined that I would be playing music. Yeah, your your sound has changed so much, I feel like, in the last 20 years. Like, it seemed like you started out doing sort of a metallic hardcore sound, um, something that was you know popular for that era, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. But since then, you've been headed in more of a post-hardcore or 
or I guess how would how would you describe your your current sound? It, to to my ears, it sounds a little bit more like uh, at the drive-in than uh, All Out War. This is Paul. Yeah, we're trying to figure it out. <laughs> we're trying to figure out how to describe it. To be honest with you, um, we're kind of letting our imagination run and just creating the music that we want to hear and that would excite us if we heard from other bands. So, like the core of the music is the rhythm. Um, like some listeners will listen to a punk song by us, like a more recent punk song and and just think that the punk rhythm is being played as any band would but in reality it's always played slightly different with a delay on the kick pedal for example where in actuality at least in our head is a caribbean rhythm which mm -hmm. could be gaga or could be even like mambo um or various other different rhythms but we apply it in a punk style and since it goes accompanied by distorted guitars and, and heavy vocals it's perceived as a punk uh track or a hardcore track to be fully candid with you, we, we don't know what to call us, uh, ourselves. Um, we we have a love-hate relationship with the hardcore tag because in mm -hmm. some circles it's perceived as like this uber macho kind of thing, like meat-heady kind of thing, which we try to distance ourselves from. Um, I always like to say that we are a metalhead's favorite punk band and a punk rocker's favorite metal band. With uh, with merengue influence, correct? Yeah, yeah, danceable. We really like to bring the aggressiveness of Latin music. And, you know, I feel like traditionally you, people might associate Latin music with uh, major chords or like something like festive or happy, but the percussion line is another story, you know. The percussion is all stays aggressive. It stays extremely tight and extremely driving towards like aggressiveness. And we like to bring that in our music and in our brand of hardcore. Over the last 20 years, you've had, I would say, a very deliberate output like is is there sort of a philosophy that you approach recording with that causes you to release albums at this pace no it's more like life events uh, you gotta figure that we went through the full migration process into the u.s so it wasn't like we got into the u.s and we were ready to go record and ready to go tour it was more like we barely got to the u.s now we got to figure life out adulthood out in a new country with a new set of rules we got to figure out how to make money to buy gear and all these things bureaucratic processes you know for status and just all kinds of things. Um, the band was always like the North Star and the reason why we were doing the things we were doing. But as far as the output and creating albums and stuff, it, you know, it probably wasn't as consistent or systematic because we were just figuring life out. Yeah, we also started our own record label. Uh, we decided to do our, the distribution of our new, new album on the United States. We decided to do it ourselves using the platform and the context that we have created during years of touring. And the next record that we're putting out, Anti-Colonial Volume 2, is coming out under our new record label, Maldeojo Records. Cool. Uh, what, is, uh, what does that mean? Maleo is, it's an expression that it means like the evil eye. Like there's a lot of that superstitious Santeria kind of aspect in, in Caribbean culture where like, you know, you can, I can, I can give you the evil eye and like you, you know, you can lose your job or you can like, I can make something bad happen to you. So that's like kind of like the legend on it. Like, you know, I got some Maleo on me. Like I got sick because somebody put a Maleo on me. 
you put a lot of Caribbean and uh, Dominican culture into presentation of your music. You have a teaser for the new album uh, that's out right now, an EP called The Pious. And I'm really interested in the character that is on the cover. Who is that on the cover of, uh, of the new EP? And um, why did you select that image? Sure. So this is Paul. That cover is a drawing of an actual artifact by uh, Tainos that was found in the Dominican Republic. We have a, a bunch of books of photographs of, of Caribbean uh, Aboriginal art. And that was one that kind of always stuck out when we would see it. And then as we were putting ideas together about what we wanted to do, and once uh, we settled on that name too for the, for the EP, we chose that one because it literally represents like a person or a soul or something that's like in a state of shock not knowing what's coming next the the name itself a pious or obias is uh, references like a soul in transition between one place and the next so it kind of ties all together with the period that we just lived through for the last year and a half two years where we went through a lot of struggles as a band and as people as individuals along with you know many of the people we know so kind of just all tied in together and then we had a Dominican artist uh, named Ed David um, just draw up a version of that uh, actual artifact. And I'm sorry if you if you already alluded to this, but what is what is the origin of the artifact? So it was found in the Dominican Republic. It's it's literally like a sculpture made out of uh, made out of rock. So if you if you would see a picture of it, it's like a very detailed um, sculpture with uh, seashells in its eyes and stuff like that. Fascinating. Yeah. And what is um what are the religious origins? So it's all part of Taino mythology. Um, So they believe that when uh, a person died, their soul would first be in transition on an island called Kwai Bay. And from there, it was decided what the destination of their soul would ultimately be. So we felt that it kind of just tied in together with the way we felt while we were writing music. And then for a while, we also kind of wanted to kind of pay homage to to Taino art. So we just were like, you know, this is a cool opportunity to do it. Uh, Yeah, I just want to add that uh, those are one of the few original pieces that are still in the Dominican Republic public because all the good ones are in Europe. All the good ones, if you want to see the really cool, impressive ones, you're going to have to go to the Netherlands, you're going to have to go to Spain, you're going to have to go to England. They let us keep, you know, the not, not as cool ones, and we, uh, we make the image with that. I, I feel like we're at sort of a natural endpoint of the conversation. Are there any are there any final shout outs that you want to make uh, before we wrap up? Yeah, and this is Paul. And I guess my two cents is to, uh, as you create this art, just don't be afraid to try different things out. Everything we're doing right now is like laid out in a way where we learn lessons from it. And then we can just iterate and use what works best. So as more and more bands and artists and everybody just gets smarter to figuring out what works for them, uh, we'll kind of depend less and less on 
traditional structures that maybe don't give bands like us um, or other bands or other artists the, the opportunities that they may deserve. So if you can do it on your own, nobody's going to take care of it better than yourself. I think that that is a perfect place to stop and a great sentiment um, to sort of encapsulate the spirit of your band. Again, this has been Nick in conversation with Paul and Juan of Chicago hardcore band La Mara. Thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate you thinking of us for this. Thank you. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find this and more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.